0: Hey, it's Thursday. (gasps) This is a surprise episode. Surprise! Hello! (laughs) Um, We're dropping in to the feed this week. Like it's hot. (laughs) Dropping like it's hot. We have a special episode for you today. Yes. It's a murder episode, but it also ties in with something that Kara and I are excited about Mm -hmm. as far as a fundraiser that we're involved in. I'm going to tell you guys a story and then stick around for the end to hear if maybe something that you'd like to get involved with as well. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. This story was brought to my attention by a friend of mine who is also a listener of the podcast. Hello. She's also involved with this fundraiser. And so she thought this would be a great way for us to get involved too. Okay, her name is Shun Schminimann. Yeah, I don't know if we can say her name, so yeah, that's, I was so just thinking, like, maybe I'm not allowed to say gonna that. We're just going to change Shun because that's how good we are with names anyways. Yeah, <laughs> and she knows. <laughs> oh, by the way, this is the Witch's Magic no! Murder and Mystery yes, Podcast. We're not used to coming up on Tuesdays or Thursdays. I know. I'm Kara. I'm Megan. <laughs> I've already said all the other things, so. Yes, here we go. <laughs> we are very professional. In April of 2018, 33-year-old Maribel I really apologize if I mispronounce her name. Maribel Torres was... a cute name. I know, I like like Maribel. ...was reported missing by her father. At that point, she had already been missing for around five or six months. Oh, God. Yeah. She was not in a great marriage. Oh. And I feel like it's a situation where the husband had a lot of explanations for where she was. A lot of control. And the family finally was like, we're not going to do this anymore. The last time her dad had seen her was around Thanksgiving of 2017. Oh, wow, this wasn't that long ago. No. And when the investigation started, her dad told detectives that he suspected that Mary Bell's husband, 36-year-old Jimmy Torres, was involved in her disappearance. When Mary Bell's dad asked Jimmy, like, where's my Jimmy. daughter? Jimmy. I have read a lot about this person. We don't like him. A lot of it I can't put in the episode mm-hmm. because there's, like, pending court cases and things like that. But it is just... We hate him. Oh, my God. Ugh. So when he asked Jimmy, like, where's my daughter? Jimmy said, oh, I haven't seen her since December of 2017 (laughs) because she got pregnant by another man and ran away with him, abandoning me and the kids. They had two children. So Jimmy's just like, Jimmy, she ran off with another guy and just left us. Of course. So Maryville's sister never believed this. And she pointed out that Maryville had already bought Christmas presents for her children. Mm. She'd already paid for her 10 year old daughter's birthday. And she never would have abandoned her children for seven months. No one knew what happened. Her sister said that they got text messages from Maribel's phone, that she'd moved like to a different city, mm-hmm. that she got a new job. Just lots of stuff to try right. to like, keep everybody Easy. from looking too yeah. hard. It's possible that her family never would have known what had happened to Maribel, but then a witness came forward and mm-hmm. said that Jimmy had confessed to what? killing his wife. According to the witness, Jimmy said that he and Maribel had argued, and during the argument, Jimmy took a metal rod and mm-hmm. hit her over the head with it, killing mm-hmm. her. Jimmy, then he had hidden her body in a box in the backyard oh. of their home. What that he lived in with her he children? He hid it, he didn't bury it. He Mm-mm. hid a body, yeah. Well, because he was planning to dispose, take bed. it somewhere else. So, but in the meantime, my god, okay, her kids are in there living and sleeping playing and in playing in that house, and their mom is in a box in the backyard. Oh my god, I, I just know. can't like and I just think too about like I'll speak for myself, I love my little house and like decorating it and making it homey Mm -hmm. and like it's just my little safe space and to think that this was the home she had made right and he killed her there and put through in the back i just can't yeah it's just awful to think about i don't like it the witness went on to tell police that jimmy had taken the box to Mm. Dania beach Mm. and threw the box into the canal with the body inside it what? So, Jimmy specifically said he had dumped the box at a spot where he and Maribel used to go <gasps> to relax near the edge of the water. No. I mean, it's I just this. so, it's so, like, it gets worse and worse. And I just keep thinking about the kids. <laughs> the, mm. kids can. the witness went on to lead investigators to the spot by the canal where they found a submerged box containing human remains. <gasps> Those remains were eventually identified as Maribel Torres, and Jimmy Torres was charged with second-degree murder. Oh, my God. So you say remains, like, the body had just decomposed? Well, if she disappeared around December, like, mm-hmm. her, her family like last saw her on Thanksgiving, she was reported missing in April. Mm-hmm. And then they said seven months later. So it had been about, oh, it, yeah. about a year so it since went, she yeah. died. And it wasn't, like preserved in any way no. so yeah it would have i'm glad the box was still there you know i wonder yeah how, I, i'm surprised the box was still there but i'm just so glad what that, kind of box was like there? i'm horrified oh. but i'm also really glad they found yeah. her because you could also just never mm-hmm. know and i think it's one of those situations where if they had never known people, if they'd never found her yeah, body people could have been like oh yeah maybe she did it's the whole them body open. no mm-hmm. crime yeah so as i said earlier jimmy and maryville had two children a seven-year-old with special needs and a 10-year-old who lived in the home with them According to court documents, when Maryville disappeared, Jimmy coached the kids to not speak to police mm. or to DCF, the Florida Department of Children and Families. Oh my God. And he instructed the children to say that Maryville had run away with a boyfriend. What? Both children had already stated that that story was not true when they were speaking to a DCF investigator. Oh, good for them. Yeah. Before they found Maryville's body, um, Maryville's sister had filed to get emergency custody of the kids, and she was given. Temporary custody at the time. Mm-hmm. Jimmy was still allowed to have supervised visits. Nope. I know. But it's just like, it's so complicated, right? Because it's still, he still had parental rights. Mm-hmm. It's the whole innocent until proven yeah. guilty. But gosh, he actually ended up fighting that temporary custody no. order and he won. No. So the kids were sent back to live with him. Oh my God. But then once Maribel's body was found, yeah, the kids went to live with their okay. Maribel sister again. Okay. So, The American Academy of Child and Adolescent Psychiatry released a study in 2019 that said as many as 10 million children and adolescents witness violence between their parents or caregivers every year. Mm. 10 million. According to studies cited by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, many children exposed to violence in their homes are also victims of physical abuse. Those who witness domestic violence or are victims of physical abuse are at serious risk for long-term physical and mental health problems, and those who witness violence between their parents may also be at risk of becoming violent in their mm-hmm. own future relationships. Yep. And it's hard to break that cycle. Yeah. And I should say that when I looked up Jimmy Torres in, like, the offender lookup for Florida, there didn't seem to be charges. For, like, there's, like, some drug stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm. But there was nothing about child abusing abuse. a child, mm-hmm. abusing his children. I guess what I'm saying is it's possible that his own children weren't actually directly physically abused. Right. But mentally, but what did they see yeah. in yeah. that house and how did it affect them? Mm-hmm. So some parents or caregivers involved in violent relationships might discount the effect it has on their children. They might think they're really good at hiding it or that the children aren't affected if they aren't directly abused themselves. Mm -hmm. But even if the children aren't directly targeted by violence in the home, being witnesses to violence still causes harm. And when I say witnessing, I mean, they might see it or hear it. Right. But they also just might see the aftermath of it, like bruises on their parents or broken things around Mm -hmm. the house. And kids aren't dumb, you know? (laughs) Yeah. A 2021 publication by the Child Welfare Information Gateway says children who witness domestic violence can suffer severe emotional and developmental difficulties that are similar to those of children who are direct victims mm-hmm. of abuse. So it's like, yep. no matter what, it's a harmful yeah. Environment you're still for causing children. terrible damage. Yeah, to it's these not kids. better just because yep. the kids aren't being directly abused. Mm-hmm. So what's more, these cases often end up going to court, and they aren't pretty. The parents are battling each other in the court, and the children are just there caught Mm -hmm. in the middle and you know it's your parents like who oh yeah even if you think they're scary you want their approval or whatever i mean it's like now your two parents are like on different sides you looked up to them yeah Yeah. they're caught in the middle without much support from the legal system and the longer the parents battle in court the more negative the consequences are for their children such as poor academic performance Mm -hmm. poor relationships with their peers substance abuse pregnancy and even suicide. When the children come from low-income families, their access to resources that might help them is even more limited. So here is where I'm going to talk to you all about why I'm doing this episode today. In Miami, a nonprofit organization called KidSide provides funding for Family Court Services, a unit that assists parents and children in the family court system in Miami's 11th Judicial Circuit. It's called KidSide because they take the kid's side in cases. They provide critical assistance, counseling, and other resources to children from low-income families involved in high-conflict court cases. Mm-hmm. Without KidSide, many kids wouldn't have access to these life-changing services that provide vital protection for underserved children in crisis. Maribel Torres's children lost their mother, and they were instructed by their father to lie about it. That's so sad. I know. I mean, you had to know. Yeah. What would that be like? Like, you're sitting there listening to your dad yeah. tell you to lie about it. Yeah. So then you clearly know something is wrong. Right. But you're a kid and you aren't Mm -hmm. going to want to. I mean, I just can't imagine the internal stuff they're dealing with as children when you're not able. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can barely handle it as a 40-year-old. Then their mother was missing for months. They were removed from their own home. And then they went back and forth. Right. Thankfully, there was extended family that they could go live with. But it's just like one trauma after another. Mm -hmm. When the kids went to live with their aunt, family court services funded by Kidside got involved by providing the supervised visitations between the kids and Jimmy Torres and when i read some of the court documents that detailed how the supervised visits went it was just it was so sad because they went really well right and, I, and it was just, it was almost sadder mm-hmm. i think i guess it's it would be sad either way but yeah the kids and their dad seemed comfortable with each other they said i love you he mm-hmm. brought them gifts the kids had been given a phrase they could use if to say if they felt uncomfortable and wanted to leave but they didn't use it mm-hmm. so it just seems like that must have made it even more confusing right that, that your dad is Mm -hmm. suspected of killing your mom and it's telling you to lie about it. And then also he's being really nice to you. I mean, she's gotta be (sighs) so family court services also referred both children to individual counseling with the same counselor. And in the paperwork, it was like, this needs to begin Mm -hmm. now. Yeah. 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 Which I'm just like, Oh, so good. Yeah. Family court services would also have helped to set the children up with a guardian ad litem, which is someone who basically attends hearings Mm -hmm. and acts as an advocate for the kids speaking up for what the kids want and what's best for them. Yeah. Kara and I are participating in Give Miami Day. It's one of the nation's biggest 24-hour annual mm-hmm. giving events. And this year, we're specifically raising money for KidSight. Since 2012, Give Miami has raised more than $80 million for community nonprofits. And this year, we're really hoping that you guys will help us throw a lot of money
1: <laughs> at this
0: KidSight <laughs> organization make rain. that exists to help children who are already in crisis, yes. who are at risk for further problems later in life. In today's episode, you learned about how Kidside got involved in just one family's case to help those kids. And with your donations and ours, Kara and I are going to mm-hmm. donate some of our podcast earnings to this as yep. well. They can help more and more kids and provide more and more assistance. Which is so heavily needed. Oh, my gosh. I feel really passionately about this. Yeah. I think I've mentioned to you guys before that I used to teach. I used to. I was an elementary special education teacher. And I had direct experience with kids who were dealt a really rough hand in life. I had one group of siblings specifically that I would just go home and cry about because there wasn't anything medically wrong. Mm-hmm. It's just that they had PTSD Such and other upbringing, like stress and yeah. trauma induced issues just because they were in because they had these parents, you yeah. know, they were sweet kids. They desperately wanted to be loved. They always wanted hugs. They always wanted me to tell them mm-hmm. I was proud of them. You know? Yeah. And sometimes they would just simply fall apart out of nowhere. I would have to sit in the floor and hold one of them. He would like, he would just kind of go into a rage out of nowhere. And just break. Like screaming and punching the floor, hitting his head against the wall. And it's like, I would just sit there in the floor with him and try to just keep him contained enough mm-hmm. so that he wouldn't hurt himself. Yeah. Because he's he, he's hitting his head against mm-hmm. the concrete floor. And when it was over, we'd both be exhausted. And I would just be like, Ugh. if he'd just been born into a different family, yeah. you know, which is horrible to think about. Yeah. <laughs> But it's also just like there, there didn't have to be anything wrong here. Yeah, and it just it killed me. It still kills me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> There's yeah. no reason for him to be on my caseload except that he had, yeah, awful, an awful home life. Yeah, I did. So casa. So I, oh yeah, saw similar cases. Like my background in criminal justice and psychology just kind of led me to that. And you're like a guardian guardian at for yeah. those kids in those terrible cases. And sometimes you have kids that have done horrible things, but then other times you have kids that are just in horrible situations. Yeah. It's just, it's heartbreaking. I also know adults now who used to be children of abusive parents and they grew up to have, like, trouble expressing their emotions. Right. Or they cope with stress mm-hmm. in, like, destructive ways. I've seen the impact early in life and later in life. And so any organization that is, like, stepping in to try and do something to preemptively head off some of these problems right. that we know these kids are likely to face... That's just an organization that I want to support yeah, for sure. and tell you guys about. So here's the part where I invite you guys, our listeners, to do the same. Even though it's theoretically a 24-hour giving event, the donation website actually opens up on Monday, November the 15th, mm-hmm. which is this coming Monday. I'll put the link here in the show notes where you can go donate. And like I said, Kara and I are going to go donate some of that amazing Anchor ad money. Yeah. Did you guys know we're sponsored by Anchor? Oh, my gosh. I don't, I don't know if we've mentioned Have that. you all heard of any of our um, Anchor ads? It's, it's, a new, it's a new thing. It's a new thing. Yeah. We should probably <laughs> just mention it more one. often. <laughs> so we're going to put the link to the donation page in our Facebook group and our link tree and, and basically anywhere else we can think of so you can yep. see it. And we'd love for you to donate and share the link with everyone you know. Our goal is to raise $1,000 if everyone who listens to this episode donates even just $1, we'll, like, easily oh, yeah. surpass that goal in no, in no time. And I just think it would be amazing. It would be so yeah, much fun to see what we can do and what yeah. our amazing listeners can help yeah, us Yeah, you guys do. are always just so incredibly supportive, so yeah. I'm excited to see what happens. Yes. Jimmy Torres is currently in prison. Okay. He hasn't gone to trial yet So for he's the awaiting murder, trial. Okay. But he's in prison due to charges of lewd and lascivious conduct with a minor. Oh my god. Wasn't his ch- not not his children, but still. Still. Uh so, you know, I'm glad he's in prison. I'm oh. glad they found Maribel. Oh. oh. I'm glad the children are in a situation where they're getting yeah, love. Love from their family and also getting um services that that the court All can the mental health help. help them with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cuz it's just I can't I cannot imagine. Yeah yeah you guys um we'd really love for you to help help us us out out. we're gonna release a little episode on monday just a reminder that this is here yeah uh so we really appreciate it please please go jump on this yeah okay we love you so much goodbye goodbye